Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. friends to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna and today I'm here with Clementine Darling. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing wonderful. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you. So we'd like to start off with the most difficult question ever. And I'm sorry, but that's how we do it. We just throw you right in the bus or or under the bus, whatever. Sorry. (laughs) Let me get my expressions right today. Uh, Who is Clementine Darling? Clementine Darling is someone that is my braver side, my more daring side, and I'm more of an introverted person in my day-to-day life. So Clementine Darling is kind of my superhero self, and uh, she plays guitar and she sings and she isn't afraid to say how she's feeling. I love it. That's beautiful. (laughs) That was one of the best descriptions. I would have uh, thought that was like your super ego, if you will. <laughs> oh. So we were talking earlier uh, before we started recording here about your recent single. Now, I know you said that was under a different project name. Do you want to tell our viewers about that? Yeah. So I just released a single, the first single with a side project that I am doing with mostly just my band, but it's just something that's a little different than classic Clementine Darling. So we've released it under the name Darling, I'm Yours. So there is a connection. And it's a song called Can't Rattle Us, which uh, was used in a local winery's uh, harvest video. So we wrote it kind of inspired by the harvest season and the wildfires we have out here and just getting through it and doing it together. So wonderful. And uh, you make a great point because I know California there has been ravaged by wildfires the last couple of years really bad. It seems more than normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a few years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just at least to me, I mean, you know, we've always heard that there's wildfires, you know, different places, but it just seems like the last couple of years have been really bad. So hopefully it's not a sign of global warming and we can hopefully get some more rain in that area that not as many start, you know? Yeah, we've been getting it lately. So I think the next season will be good. (laughs) Wonderful. So if you haven't gone and checked out that new single, you should go check it out now. I know I'm going to be checking out as soon as we're done here. (laughs) So, but we were talking earlier also about uh, a compilation that I was listening to your recent was live at the lost church. You want to tell us a little bit about that and what that means to you? Yeah, so that album was interesting because it wasn't exactly planned in the beginning. Um, I was showing up at a venue called The Lost Church in San Francisco once a month, performing a song and having it recorded. And then halfway through the year, I thought, okay, I'm like sitting on all of these new songs that I've been collecting. Maybe I should pick some of them and release it. And so that's what I did. And so they're very fresh because they're songs that I had written within that span of usually a month. And then I would take them over there and perform them for just a really generous audience. 
And uh, I really love that album because it's kind of a look at the before times and you get to hear the audience participation. Yeah, it's near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah, because it, it was absolutely beautiful. I know I was listening and I was just like, oh, it's so nice to have you, you just feel like you're there listening with the crowd and everything. And if you just close your eyes, you're like in that zone. And it was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So, so when you when you write a song now, are you the type that you like to write lyrics first or do you come up with composition first or do you just kind of do both together? So typically I'm a person who will grab my guitar and just kind of uh, strum around on it or pick around on it and see what comes out, keep a pencil and paper nearby and kind of write that way. But recently I took some songwriting classes with Courtney Marie Andrews and she gave a bunch of different prompts and each week I had to try a different style of songwriting and it completely took me out of my element. But it was really neat because I wrote songs that I probably wouldn't have written using my own method. And now I have these new ways of writing in my toolbox and a bunch of new songs that I am planning on recording this year and releasing in my next album. Really exciting. (laughs) I I love when people do more courses and and write from different areas. Um, As someone who's wrote lyrics only, um, to me, It's just depending on who I'm writing with, that's usually how my lyrics kind of flow. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm writing on my own, I just write on my own. And sometimes they're great. Sometimes they are horrible. And I just put them away forever. No one ever sees them again. So (laughs) that being said, it's always great to hear what everyone does when they're writing, because I think it's just everyone has a different process. Even if some people say, oh, well, I do the lyrics first. Well, here's how I get inspiration or it's just a great. I'm sorry. Jesse says hi. (laughs) If you heard her bark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like don't forget me I'm still over here <laughs> oh. so who were some of the women that have inspired you to do music so I really like a lot of the artists out of Nashville specifically East Nashville and some of the, the powerful women that I've seen come out of that scene are like Margot Price and Lily Hyatt and Amanda Shires And just all these women who just are really strong, courageous women. And so when I first started playing, I did a radio interview and I was asked who my influences were. And I listed a bunch of male names. And he's like, I'm really surprised you didn't list one female. And it it got me thinking. I'm like, I didn't even realize I wasn't seeking out women to listen to. So I made it a point. And that's how I discovered all of these amazing women that really inspire my music now awesome and I think we usually come get from who we listen to who's on the radio and and I think you made a great point there is you know we have to seek out women because they're not always on the radio stations and played on air it's very true (laughs) yeah oh so would you like to do some fun crazy questions I would love to (laughs) wonderful there are no right answer well there might be a right answer on one of them but we won't worry about that right now okay So what's the last thing that you read? Uh, The last thing I read was Brandy Carlisle's book, Broken Horses. That's a good book. It's wonderful. It really inspired me to adopt my horse. (laughs) Oh, that is really cool. I'm glad that's very, oh, that is so cool. (laughs) So hypothetically, I need to hide a dead body. Do you know a good place? The ocean? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. 
I've never really thought about this too in depth, but that seems like the place. I'm thinking the West Coast Ocean because, you know, Pacific, uh, there, there's more yeah. white, great whites, I think, right? Because the cold yeah, water. Like great white triangles where I live. So, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, good question. Oh, wow. This is the actually. Name top two. I would say this is a really hard one, but two bands I always see play together that always make me so happy are the Felice Brothers and Connor Oberst. And I've discovered a bunch of other musicians like Phoebe Bridgers when they bring in openers. And yeah, just I love when they go on tour together. So what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Uh if I won the lottery and won the big money, I would buy a big ranch and have a bunch of horses and build a big stage and have all my friends come out. <laughs> Wonderful. We're having concerts at your ranch. I just want you to know I've, I'm, I'm going to rent the stage from you. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm hosting. No. <laughs> Do you ever speak in song lyrics? Yeah. I think I do. <laughs> I think I think in song lyrics sometimes too. Oh, I will say my biggest one that I probably have used is "Let It Go." Just saying. <laughs> this is an addicting Frozen. <laughs> oh. So, uh, what job would you be terrible at? Officey stuff. I've done it in the past, and I'm just. I guess you would call it customer service. I'm just not wonderful at it. <laughs> the customer is not right in this world. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell them they're right, but I don't have to agree with it. <laughs> oh. So what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? So I'm really into like survival shows and lately homesteading shows. And so I think of it as kind of like prep for if the zombie apocalypse does happen. I kind of know at least a couple of things, or at least I think I do. <laughs> oh, great. Then you'll survive through the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is Jessie Satai again? She, she just oh, wanted you to know that. Um, she's very vocal today. Not usually that vocal. She's usually just quiet. But <laughs> Oh, what is an album or artist that we need to listen to before we die? <sighs> Another good one. So I really love an artist that is here in Sonoma County and they are out there. Um, they are growing and they do play around Nashville and other places, but I just want to throw their name out there so they, they can get more listens. Their name's Ismay. I-S-M-A-Y. And they write about nature and their connection with nature. And it's just beautiful, beautiful music. We'll have to all go check them out then. So who would play you in the movie about your life? Some people say that I look like Maggie Gyllenhaal. So... Maybe Maggie Gyllenhaal. 
see that the long hair yeah <laughs> okay so here's something totally prolific and there is a right answer to this one where's okay. waldo on a beach somewhere just in plain sight just not wearing his stripes great answer <laughs> oh, would you rather cook or order in order in a hundred percent favorite restaurant is there like a pizza or italian or i really love indian food that was the thing i doordashed last night <laughs> oh wonderful oh if you could be a member of any tv show what tv show would it be right now i've been really into this show called Homestead Rescue and they go in and help people like make their homesteads better and I just they're kind of all my heroes right now so I would want to be in that family on that show wearing my car hearts and <laughs> driving tractors <laughs> oh that sounds beautiful <laughs> that sounds much more fun than you know nine to five jobs I, I'm in count me in right? <laughs> uh, boots or heels? Boots. <laughs> I didn't want to guess that. I thought I'd let you. <laughs> I was say, I've got a boot shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the best thing since sliced bread? Sliced pizza. Ooh, nice. <laughs> you have guilty pleasure music? If so what is it? I, I was going to say, I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> I have to take breaks because sometimes I feel like it influences like the way I'm actually feeling about life. And I'm like, are those my feelings or is that the Taylor Swift effect taking effect? And then I take a little break. Love that. No. So since you mentioned pizza, what's the worst topping on pizza? Worst topping on pizza. Hmm. I really, I, I like pineapple, so I, I, I'm not going to say that one. I, I have to say onions because I don't like onions on anything. I can't tell you. I never thought I'd hear so many pineapples, like in general, like or hate, like either one. I like, I seriously would not have guessed that, uh, this question. I mean, I got, I got the sardines, but this has been an interesting topic here. There's a war against pineapple on pizza, I think. <laughs> right. Oh, if you could be any person for a day or any position, CEO, um, whatever position, who would you be and why? I would be Jeff Bezos. So I could give all his money away in one day. Nice. <laughs> he'd make it so, back then. He'd be fine. Yeah, I agree. I think he'd make it back next day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if we had a song. What would it be? Just the two of us. <laughs> That's a cool song. At what age did you become an adult? I feel like 30 was my adult age. <laughs> a little late, late bloomer. <laughs> I keep telling everyone I'm not growing up. <laughs> if you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Horseback riding. It just became a, a sport in the Olympics. So that would be great. Especially that dancing horse. I don't know if you saw that video. Yeah. 
That would be definitely awesome. So I have to ask, since, since obviously you love horses and stuff, um, do you watch Yellowstone? <laughs> That's so funny. I've never seen it. And I get asked that question like every other day and I just need to watch it already. Yeah, because it, it definitely is a unique. Um, yeah, I, I, I would have always told someone I would have grew up to be Dolly Parton, but I don't know, since Beth Dutton, I, I'm, I'm kind of conflicted. I've never thought I'd want to be um, so outspoken in my life. I'm more quiet and introverted as well. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely a different type of uh, leading lady there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good drama. So anyway, we know you have some new music coming up this year. Do you have any dates set, um, any times and tours? What's happening this year for you, the rest of 2022? So this year, things as far as uh, performing have slowed down a little bit in my area again. As of yesterday, we're on a another 30-day, you know, restriction for events and stuff. So I'm really going to focus my attention on getting to the studio, um, getting some songs recorded, releasing another EP. I don't have dates for that yet, but I plan on going in by the spring, and uh, I hope to release it by the end of the year, and if not the end of the year, then definitely the beginning of next year. I'll definitely look yeah. forward to it for sure. Yeah, keep an ear out because there will be singles being leaked before the whole thing is up. <laughs> and hopefully everyone will start, you know, doing what they need to do with the uh, whole COVID and we can all be back to normal, um, at least somewhat of a normal, you know. I have no problem wearing masks anywhere. I'll do that. I do it now. So I've got my shot, so I'm good. <laughs> so. It's been a pleasure having you. I'm so glad that uh, we were able to finally get together and do this. And when you, your new music comes out, we'll have to uh, do a live show and have I'd you love on. To. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this for women and country Americana folk music. Well, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure to help women get heard. And, you know, you can't like what you don't hear. And, and you know, if you don't hear it, how do you know it exists? Right. It's that whole, if a tree falls in the forest, do you, you know, that theory. <laughs> I'm full of really bad uh, idioms and things today. <laughs> I connected with that one. I'm like tree falling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you again for joining me. And thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a great day and make sure you go follow all of Clementine Darling's socials, website, etc. And uh, catch when they can do live shows again. Make sure you go catch her out at one of the live shows. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.